0: Welcome to Patricia's Podcast, where we discuss weekly religious and secular topics on modern day issues, life in all its power, glory, and yes, sometimes its ugliness. Thank you for joining us. And remember, the true soldier fights not because he hates what is in front of him, but because he loves what is behind him. We hope you enjoy this evening's podcast. Hi, thank you for joining us this evening. I'm Patty, your host. I hope your week has been filled with many blessings and joy. Grab a nice cup of hot cocoa, coffee, or tea, or if you're driving, please drive safely and join me this evening as we continue discussing vanishing grace and what is grace? So why do some refuse grace to others? One would think that grace would flow from grace. That is, the one who is shown grace by God would show grace and mercy to others. I'm literally amazed at Christians who welcome God's grace but show no grace to others. Many are mean-spirited, condescending, harsh, unforgiving, and they speak with a critical spirit. Well, this is contrary to the character of God and the teaching of Scripture. God has not treated us as we deserve. In fact, He treats us much better than we deserve. But again, that's grace. The Lord is a God who loves and forgives and shows great compassion toward the undeserving and has done so toward us. Yet some believers refuse to give grace to others who are themselves undeserving, while Jonah, for example, was a prophet of God who became angry when the Lord showed grace to Israel's enemy, the Ninevites and he withheld judgment when they repented of their sin Jonah became very angry at God's display of grace he said I knew that you are a gracious and compassionate God slow to anger and abundant in loving kindness and one who relents concerning calamity well the contradiction is that Jonah personally enjoyed God's grace but then selfishly wanted God to withhold it from others. I also think of the story Jesus told about a servant who owed a great debt. And when the man could not pay, he pleaded with his master, who then felt compassion and graciously forgave his debt. However, that very man who had received forgiveness from his superior, well, he later refused To forgive another man who owed him a very small amount. The man who was shown grace refused to show grace to others and then the Lord called him wicked. Why do some who rejoice in God's grace refuse to show grace to others? Ignorance of God and his word? That could be a big reason. Some believers just fail to understand grace as an actual characteristic of God. He directs his people to be gracious and loving to others. Grace is not automatic in the Christian life. It must be learned and actively applied. As believers learn about God's grace, he can then actively share it with others. Some just have a legalistic mindset. Legalism is the belief that one can earn God's favor through religious practices and good works. This mindset sadly prevents people from experiencing that God's grace because they just do not believe they need it. Why would they? Their religious life and good works lead them to believe they've earned God's favor. But this has consequences in relationships with other people. If we earn God's favor, then naturally we will only show favor to those we feel have earned it. Is that right? Is that godly? The truth is, if we have grace in our lives, we will give grace back no matter what. Sadly, many carry this judgmental spirit. Some people come out of the womb with the judge's gavel in their hand. These stand in the place of God-rendering judgment on others according to their own arbitrary standards and expectations. But often, this judgmental spirit takes the form of gossip and maligning bad-mouthing mouth, mouthing others that we don't like. Such a critical spirit lacks the capacity to show grace because in their minds, everyone is guilty and some more than others. It, in some ways, running others down in a subtle form of self-praise. Many individuals carry that arrogance. Arrogant people do not show grace. In fact, they lack the capacity because they are so self-absorbed, consumed with thinking about themselves and their own life. They just have no room in their thinking and speech to show grace to others. Too many times, even in my own family, I've heard this said that arrogance in people never see their own faults, only the faults of others. And I think there is true merit to this statement. Then there is that refusing to forgive spirit. An unforgiving spirit makes it so difficult to show grace. Forgiveness means we release someone from the offense or debt they owe us or debt we believe they might owe us it releases them from paying the penalty of their crime whether it is real or an imagined accusation forgiveness does not does not mean continuing to tolerate abuse physical or mental but it means we continue to seek god's best in their life by prayer and a biblical discussion by refusing to forgive we just end up, up, harboring hatred and there's no room for grace in a hate-filled heart. How do we overcome these obstacles of grace? Well, it first starts with knowing what the Bible teaches about the gracious character of God. We cannot live what we do not know. Second, we must learn to see everyone from a biblical perspective. Then, with eyes open, we choose to love the unlovely and show them grace. We treat them better than they deserve and seek God's best in their lives. Third, we learn to discipline the mind and live daily to think and act in grace. When we encounter unpleasant people or those who have hurt us like family, friends, co-workers, and so on, we can consciously extend grace to them by showing love, kindness, and mercy. Lastly, be ready to be hurt. Showing grace is difficult. It can be very difficult because it places us in a vulnerable spot where we may be hurt, sometimes on an ongoing basis. But by faith, we are okay in absorbing the pain others inflict much like our Lord. We know God is with us to shield us and sustain us as we do His will. Since each of us have tasted of the grace of God, let us also be gracious to others. Grace is vanishing in our world today, and I have given you all the tools you need to help change this. It starts with one person, then the next, and the next, and so on. Remember, Jesus is an example of grace in that He cared for others healing, and feeding many, even to those who refused to show their gratitude. He acted out of his own goodness for the benefit of others. With a full knowledge, the majority would reject him and abuse his kindness. God will at times place us in difficult situations to humble and teach us. The apostle Paul learned a valuable lesson about God's grace but first he had to suffer beyond his ability to cope. The Lord did not leave Paul without the means to handle the suffering. He told him, my grace is sufficient for you, for power is perfected in weakness. It is the strength necessary to cope with a problem that is greater than our ability to handle on our own. The greater our weaknesses, the more grace God gives us. Today's grace is for today, and tomorrow's grace will be given to us tomorrow, when we need it. We simply need to trust the Lord that He sees our needs and will provide for us in each moment. We become relaxed when we realize and accept this. We also are to give that same grace to others around us, deserving or non-deserving. We are to omit the need to pass judgment on any person or group. It's not up to us to pass that judgment. We do not have to agree with any groups, organizations, or any one person on their lifestyle or beliefs, nor do we have to accept false accusations against us. But we are ordered to love and give God's grace and forgive to move on. Remember, it's in that hardship that our faith grows and God's grace is its greatest. Thank you for joining us this evening. God bless each of you. And until next week, remember to walk in his love and you will forever be changed. For more detailed Bible scriptures that we've used in this podcast, please visit patriciaspodcast.wordpress.com. Please enjoy Unspoken as they perform the song Call to Grace. Thank you again.
1: It's the light that pierces through you To the darkest hidden place It knows your deepest secrets But it never looks away It's the gentle hand that pulls you From the judgment of the crowd When you stand before them guilty And you Got no way out crowns upon